All right, guys, welcome back to our episode three in the New Era Saints Faith series. So with this episode entitled Protect Faith, we're going to be ending off our our three episode faith series. Um, we're just going to bring light to and talk about what's going on in the Middle East in regards to persecution and different forms of persecution that we are facing today as a church and as a community. Um, we're going to bring light to how we think we should express ourselves as the community of faithful. As always, my name is Carlos. I'm Matthew. And we're here for you. All right, so, you know, before we start our episodes, we always like to catch up a little bit, you know, me and Matt. So, Matt, my man, what's been going on, dude? Let me tell you, man. Uh, so, all right, can we just tell him the truth of what happened yesterday of trying to record the <laughs> Yeah, honestly, let's right. do it. Let's do it. <laughs> it was ridiculous. So, I showed up into the music room we got here, um, and it has, like, the soundproof walls, you know, like, the foam connected to the walls. So, it's, like, a perfect place for me to record. Um but the <laughs> the lady that like helps run the place, she like came uh, in, opened Patricia. the door. We were halfway through the podcast too, and like she <laughs> opens the door, she goes like, uh, "She's such a sweet little lady too." But she got me really. What's mad. her name? Do you know her name? No, I don't know her name. But <laughs> <laughs> let's call let's call her. Uh, let's call her Linda. Marta. 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 Okay. Marta. Okay. Marta. 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 Uh, so Marta walks in, and she's like, uh, "Sir." the guitar lesson is going to happen right now you're gonna to have to end this i was like martha i am the guitar lesson like that's me <laughs> like i'm the only one who signed up for it so i don't know why you're even coming in here to interrupt me uh but you know I, and it's then okay. that was our that was our our third take because carlos's sister facetimed his laptop eileen if you're listening to this that was not cool not Dang cool it, dude eileen. yeah <laughs> and then like he was so he was so mad he was really mad he was trying to hold back on her and he answers the call he's like i told you not to call me <laughs> and she was like well you called me a couple minutes ago <laughs> i love you aileen aileen let that not be said i still love you i love you dude it was it was hilarious man and like it was our third take and we were more than halfway through with the podcast and like I got interrupted and then it was already late and I had work the next morning and he had, Carlos had stuff to do. So I was just like, you know what? We were both like, let's just finish. Let's just do this tomorrow. But that's okay though. For some reason, God wanted that to happen. So we're just going to go with it. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I mean, how I'm doing, let's see here. Um, you know, I'm, I'm chilling, man. Totally chilling. Everything's going good. Um, if my mom listens to this, uh, this is gonna get me in so much trouble right now, dude. But mom, <laughs> I got a tattoo that you don't know about. So if you're listening to this, there you go. Well, and dad too. So, yeah. Well, (laughs) it's okay. Yeah. Uh, What about you, man? How you doing? Oh, man, dude, uh, I've been good. You know, I wish I got a tattoo, but uh, not yet. Not yet. We'll wait for you to get back to the state so we can get one together, man. That's right. Um, But uh, I've been good, you know, just uh, relaxing at home, going to work. the gym that I go to actually just got moved to outside location now. So um, it's really, it's really different. It hits different. So, but I like it though. It's safer. You know, everyone's is, is, is more precautious and whatnot and it's outside. So I'm cool with it. Other than that, you know, uh, just helping out here at my parish and at home and, you know, continuing to uh, connect with people online and, you know, just, you know, have a good time and chill. Like you said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, um, so we got that out of the way, but we just want everyone to know that this is actually going to be a very, uh, very serious podcast. Like this topic is what should be on any kind of Christian, whether you're Baptist or Catholic or Protestant, like this should be number one on your list in your life right now. And uh, it's the current persecution going on 
I mean, you know, the majority of it's in the Middle East, but it's happening all around the world, though, you know. Um, and uh, we're, we're just here to bring it to light. Um, March for Martyrs, they're, they're uh, I think I just messed that word up pretty bad, but um, they're, uh, they're bringing up, they're the biggest uh, organization uh, to bring this whole situation to light and we'll put their link and all that in the description below when we post this on Instagram. But, uh, uh so make sure you follow them, donate to them, help wherever you can with them. Um, so yeah, let's get, uh, let's get into this, Carlos. Yeah, man. So like, like Matthew was saying, our brothers and sisters out in the middle East specifically, you know, like we were saying, you know, it happens all over the world, but we're going to first emphasize what's going on over there. Um, and I mean, I just kind of, I want to get your take on this map before we, we continue to talk about like statistics and then what the Pope says and, and yeah. how we should approach this. I mean, what is your immediate reaction when you heard about this stuff, man? Uh, well, f you know, when we were recording yesterday, I had said anger at first, but I kind of reflected on it and I kind of felt ashamed of myself as a, as a Catholic, you know, because I had no idea this was happening. You know, there's, there's so many Christians being persecuted, being killed. Uh, and I'm, I'm just over here living a good Christian life. Like nothing's wrong. I'm able to practice my religion freely, openly, without having to worry about getting killed um, or persecuted. And um, so, yeah, I, I'm going to say the first emotion was actually uh, shame on myself. Yeah, yeah, no, that's totally understandable. Like, yeah, we were talking about that and saying, you know, immediately, ah, we're turned to anger because you know we want to retaliate. Um, but I guess I, as I as I also reflected on that further, my first emotion after further, you know, taking into account what's going on over there is you know sadness, um, and in a sense, an emotional connection with them. Like I feel I feel their pain. You know, like I've like you said, you know, I've never encountered that type of persecution here where, where I am. You know, we, we get to we have the privilege to live out our faith freely, and we have the privilege to be able to go to mass and be able to. Well, I mean, not not nowadays, but now we have we have the privilege to be able to do so in the comfort of our own home without having to worry about outside um, interruptions. Um, and so while we were you know first moved to anger, after reflecting on it further the emotion that comes out is sadness, yeah. sadness and, and emotional connection, truly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess we can get, uh, you know, let's just bring up the stats about this because the stats is what's going to really open your eyes about this situation. Oh, most so, most so, um, so I was reading this article uh, from BBC News and uh, just the headline of this article, man, was like, to me it was jaw-dropping. So the headline for this article is Christian Persecution quote unquote at near genocide levels that's insane at near genocide levels like that that's absolutely insane the last time something like that was even quoted was probably uh, i mean widely known to the world at least was the holocaust you know yeah. that was terrible yeah. and even then you know our jewish brothers and sisters were being killed and persecuted but even you know catholics too we had, we had a large number of catholics being killed during the holocaust um yeah. you know and uh it's just you got countries like you know the Philippines they had terrorist attacks from ISIS blowing up churches killing all those people in our churches um, you know India they're starting to persecute Catholics um, Syria Saudi Arabia um, Iraq uh, you know Afghanistan all those Middle Eastern countries man they're just their Christianity is a threat to them and yeah. to be honest I'm glad they see us as a threat though because that's how strong we are but just because we're a threat doesn't mean you, you commit mass genocide, you know? 
We're, yeah. we're actually, we're, we're not a threat as in like, we're going to harm you. We're a threat as in we're going to change your life for the better. Yeah, that's that's the threat we, yeah. So, um, you know, there's millions, literally hundreds of millions of people right now that are persecuted um, uh, in the Middle East alone. And that's insane. Uh, and just this past year, man, this past year and a half, I should say, to be exact, uh, according to this article right here, that number has grown to has grown higher by 15 million. Like that's insane. 15 million yeah. people. Are like, are you kidding me? And I don't, I don't hear anyone talking about this. I don't, you know, why, why does it take small, you know, news organizations to bring this to light or nonprofit organizations to bring this to light? Why, why aren't the big news corporations talking about this? You know, like they're, they're always telling us that, you know, they're here to tell us, you know, the news of the world and everything. And, um, but they're not they're not talking about this is a, a, a legitimate genocide happening in front of our eyes uh, like as we're talking right now there's probably our brothers and sisters being killed as we're speaking yeah. right now yeah and no one no one is talking about this yeah and that and that's like the issue that you know we've been bringing up in the past episodes like just the reality that to the mainstream media you know to the rest of the world mm-hmm. faith is not trending you know, and faith is not trending in their eyes. And, you know, that's something that just they don't want to talk about because it's not going to get as much views. But the reality is, brothers and sisters, that that's what we need to talk about. Us as faithful Catholics, as faithful Christians, as faithful people to God, this is the time where we put an end to this with our voices, given using our God-given voices, the most powerful weapon that he has gifted us with mm-hmm. to change the world for the better. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And... um I'm going to pull up a couple more uh, stats here for you. Yeah, but uh, let's definitely. see here. Uh, so, did you hear what the Pope said about it, though? Well, tell me what the Pope you said. Know, it's crazy because, you know, everything that's going on, you know, it's, you know, we were, we're talking about how, like, the media and people sometimes are, like, scared uh, to save the, bring us to the light and all that. You know, the Pope actually said, do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Yeah. He said this in a reaction to all this. And, and it's crazy because, you know, what he's trying to say is we can't fear the world that, yeah, can like, you know, persecute us and, and kill us in the flesh, but they can't kill the faith. They will never be able to kill the faith. Mm-hmm. Never, ever. And, and that's, the, that's the important cure here where we must live with faith over fear. Because once we eliminate that fear and we jump into our lives with faith, then imagine how much more impact we could bring to our brothers and sisters that are being literally... Um, persecuted and chased down just because they have that faith that sometimes we are lacking that we are lacking they have that yeah no you're absolutely right man um pope brought up a good point right there um and i had said this to you yesterday man like we all have a a god-given gift uh that we're able to use for an issue like this and that's our voice i mean like you know like i said prayer is absolutely necessary all the time for the persecuted but there's a reason why God gave us a voice, you know, and that's to use it, to scream out loud, to tell the whole world what's happening, you know. Don't don't feel embarrassed to talk about this at all. Are you kidding me? No, this is these are innocent human lives being killed by mass numbers and had they quoted right there, a genocide is happening in front of our eyes. And no one is saying anything. This is this is ridiculous, you know. But I also I also put the blame on our own church. Because yeah. we don't have, I don't hear priests, you know, talking about this during mass. I don't hear deacons talking about this during mass. I don't hear pastors talking about this or, you know, preachers, all that stuff. I don't hear yeah. them talking about this. 
Not as often and, as they should. Yeah, no, I think they should be talking about it every day. Because yeah, until until the genocide stops, we're gonna be saying we're gonna be talking about this every day. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I mean, just listen to this, man. Like one out of every seven Christians. That's not that big of a number at all. Live in a country where they suffer some form of persecution. And looking at the map, it's showing me right now. It's sad to see that it shows placement within the U.S. The U.S. is supposed to be, you know land of the free to you know freely practice whatever religion you want without having harm's way in front of you and sadly you look around the country right now and there's statues of our holy virgin mary getting you know cracked open getting spray painted on just disrespected you know statues of jesus in poland with these liberalistic flags getting placed onto him and breaking Mm -hmm. the statue it's just i I just you gotta wake up everyone's gotta wake up you're listening to this like wake up yeah and it's just a reality that you know we're faced with you know and, and it kind of feels like you know this is like something that in the past me even personally knew that was going on but really didn't open my eyes to it and you know you know i was talking to matt about this like once i opened my eyes to it like it was just insane how much more heartfelt emotion um there was towards that and how much more i was intrigued so you know to bring this to the light and that's the point what we're trying to do here but what can we do Matt, what can we do to be able to, you know, bring this more out in the light? Yeah, you know, like I said, I have mentioned that organization uh, in the beginning of this podcast that we're going to put yeah. the link in. Uh, donate to them, you know, help go to their events, go to their marches, go get involved with them as much as you can because they're the ones on the front lines helping those people as much as they can, you know. They, they need financial support. They need spiritual support, you know. Yeah. Um, they need whatever they can get from us. Whether you're Catholic, if you're Christian in general, they need you, and they need yeah. you bad right now. Um, especially during this pandemic, they really need you. And um, just if you're still just like kind of iffy about this, let me let me read this to you. Um, Open Doors puts the number of Christians murdered for their faith in 2018 alone at more than 4,000. It's more than 4,000, and that's in 2018 alone. Imagine that that number could have multiplied by who knows, you know, God only knows how much. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's two years later now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That should not be happening. That should not be happening at all. I mean, you know, we see these protests happening right now about wanting to save innocent human lives and all that stuff and, you know, fair justice for all. Okay, well, there's a genocide happening in the world. Why aren't you protesting that? Why aren't you talking about that? Yeah. Most definitely. This, this this doesn't just affect, you know, one country. This affects the whole world. Yeah. You know, and because this this isn't just one select amount of people. This is this is all the faithful. Yeah. This is all the faithful we're talking about here. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Persecution doesn't care what color you are. Doesn't care how you look. It's it will if you're Christian. It's it's gonna come for you. Those yeah. people will come for you, and it's yeah. sad to think that. But uh, like I said, use your voice. You don't be scared to use your voice. Post about it on social media. People say like, oh, this dude's like a Jesus freak. I, you know what? Screw those people, man. Because those people yeah. don't care about a genocide then. And that's sad for them and I'll be praying for them. But use oh, your yeah. voice. Post about this every day. Talk to your yeah. friends about it. Talk to your family members about it. Bring it up to your priest. Tell your priest. Encourage your priests, your bishops, you know, to talk about this in mass. To, you know, send out updates about this on a weekly basis. This is... Yeah. This is nothing to mess around with. We're losing our church in front of our eyes. We're losing yeah. our our Baptists, our our Protestant brothers and sisters in front of our eyes. You know, this is this is not right. Yeah, I mean, you bring up like a really, really big point that you know kind of moved me right now. 
you know, people thinking that we're Jesus freaks if you continue to post about religious things and, you know, posting about all these things that happen. You know, and to be honest, you might even get attacked. If you post these things in the reality in the world we live in today, if you yeah. post a picture uh, or a post saying like, you know, this is not right because Mother Mary is being like um, vandalized, some people yeah. might attack you. You know, in the world we live in, like a lot of people just jump to conclusions, you know. Yep. But the reality is, brothers and sisters, that who cares what they think? If you are a faithful Catholic and you know that you gave your life to Christ when you had that radical encounter with him, that should not matter. That yep. should not matter. Like the, what people say should not matter. Because John 15, it even says in the Bible, John 15 verse 18 says, if the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. In other words, it hated Jesus before it hated us. And it's going to continue to hate us though. And that's just the reality. But there's the decision that you personally have to make. Yeah. And are you going to sit behind in a comfortable position where you know you don't want to speak out because you're afraid that people are going to, especially in this world, throw you down for what you believe or are you going to leave that behind? Make God proud. Speak out. Yeah. And save the faithful. Yeah. You know, we, we live in a society where, you know, uh, people care so much about their image. And um, people want to, especially men. I'll say this, oh, to, yeah. the, I'll say oh, this yeah. to the guys out here. Guys want to seem like they're so tough to, for the oh, girls yeah. to show off, whether it's to show off to other guys or who knows. Uh, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to say this to all the guys in right now. If you, if you young men or men, however old you are, are listening to this, be a real man. You oh, know, yeah. go fight for this persecution, you know, go stand against it, you know, fight for our brothers and sisters out there. That's what a real man does. You know, Most that, definitely. that to me, that's a real man. And I don't want to hear excuses from anyone. I really don't just speak up. Don't be afraid. You know, what? and just to, you know, touch a little more on like stats of this real quick. Uh, you know, the pers- I'm going to give you like some precise uh, locations where Christian persecution is most sharply on the rise. Uh, and just, just a couple of regions right here. Uh, South and East Asia in countries like India, Pakistan, China, and North Korea. Um, you know, it's a hotspot for persecution now. Um, all across Africa, all across the Middle East, uh, ISIS, especially, ISIS is making a big comeback. I don't know if you know that or not. ISIS has made a large comeback recently. Um, uh, extremists of is of the Islam, you know, they're yeah. they're the ones killing us. They're, and then you got people here in our own country, you know, um, who know like what what did the statue of Mary do to you? First of all, Mary, if you're if you're a true feminist, like how women say they are, you should be looking up to Mary. Mary was the strongest woman known to mankind. Amen to that. You know, like you want to, you want to look at inspiration to be a, to be a strong woman, read about Mary, you know, talk about Mary. That to me, I obviously I'm not a woman, but to me, that's, that's the yeah. strongest woman in history. In my, my opinion right there, you know, not even my opinion. That's a fact. That's a fact that Mary was the strongest woman in history right there. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. And you know, I, I saw that video, man, like that, that young man, well, I'm not even going to call him a man, um, that young boy who, you know, pretty much, you know, kicked down and destroyed and, and made a, a, a toy out of the, the, the statue of our, our Blessed Mother. Like, to be honest with you. At, at a St. Joseph's, right? In Upland, correct. Yeah, 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 that was crazy. And it's just like, it's insane. But let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. After the fact, after that young individual who did that, you know, and shamefully, shame on him that he did that, another individual came picked up our blessed mother and prayed before her and you see that is what we need to do in this situation Mm -hmm. okay people will always and i repeat will always 
bring us down. They will always make fun of us. They will always yell at us and they will always never let us speak out about what we believe and they will always judge us for it. But the way we approach it is what matters the most. If we approach it with anger and we approach it with, you know, just snapping and snapping and feeding them, giving them more fire so they can return to us, that's what's going to cause more outbreak. But if we approach them with love, knowing that at the end of the day, we are in the right mindset, then they will lose. They will lose. That's just the reality. Yeah. uh, I just just found this right now, man. Uh, This is from Aid to the Church in Need. Uh, ACN United States this was on their website right now Uh, this is literally and I quote this is exactly what they say and it's pretty much what I just said right now at a time in the West when there is an increasing media focus on rights of people regardless of gender ethnicity or sexuality to name but a few it is extremely ironic that in many sections of the mainstream media throughout the West There should be such limited coverage of the massive persecution experienced by so many Christians. This lack of coverage combined with the inaction on the part of Western governments in the face of widespread persecution of Christians points at a cultural divide. On the one hand, in the West, there is an ignorance and a lack of concern about religious freedom violations. And on the other, in Africa, Asia, and other parts of the world, questions of religion are central and paramount. So what they're pretty much saying right there is that our Western side of the world or Western society, as in America, we're so used to religious freedom. We're so used to not facing death threats or being persecuted at all that we don't give a crap about what's going on over there because we're so blinded by our own privilege. And I'm going to use the word privilege. I hate using that word, but it's true. We have privilege here. That is our yeah. privilege. And that's why, and God, this is why I say this, God bless America, man, because it's such a beautiful country that you can practice religious religious oh, yeah. freedom. But it also is a, is a toxic thing, though, because we become blinded and our church leaders become blinded in what's, what's happening on the other side of the world. And the other side of the world has this more traditional value of, of religion, and they really are concerned about the mass persecution, the genocide that's happening in front of their eyes. So their mainstream media is bringing it up, but ours is choosing to put whatever they want on their agenda. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, and that's just like, that's just the reality, man. Um, but if you look at the type of persecution that we're having within, I mean, you know, you're right. We're blinded to what's going without. But let's talk about some people who are blind about what's going within. Well, not really blind because it's, 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 it's a pretty controversial topic nowadays, but abortion. The persecution, it's literally a persecution inside a woman's womb. We're like, it's, we're letting that happen. And, 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 it's, and it's like, it's something that some people are blinded about and some people don't really know about. And like, we need to talk about that as well. Yeah, man. Listen, I, I know we're going to get a couple people probably, I mean, I've already got plenty of messages about this, but I just laugh at them. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but um, listen, I, I understand I'm not a woman. I don't know what it's like to carry a child. I don't know what it's like to give birth. I don't know what it's like to have a miscarriage. I, I don't know. And I and that's why I say praise God to women because they are such amazing, beautiful creatures of God. Amen. They're essential. They are they're, 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 yes. They are They're literally like, I, I mean, I, I, naming someone that I look up to the most, like our mothers, like my mom, literally like is literally someone that I look to inspiration on the day-to-day basis. So, yep. like, Mother Mary, Mother Mary. Exactly, exactly. Just, and listen, man, like, yes, um, well, I know I know there will be women messaging me like, well you, well, you don't have a right to say that. You know what? I disagree with you. I, I do have a right because that's my sister in Christ. 
That's my sister through Christ. So yes, I have a right to speak about. If I have a right to speak about my brothers and sisters being persecuted on the other side of the world, then I definitely have a right to speak out to my sister in Christ who's going through this crisis within our own country. So don't oh, tell yeah. me I don't have a right because I do have a right. And I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to look at you as a terrible human being. No, because God forgives and I forgive then. Amen. So Amen. there's just know that, you know, God has a plan. God makes everything happen for a reason. Don't feel like you're alone in this world if you feel like you're, you know, you have an unplanned pregnancy or stuff like that. Don't, don't, you're not alone. You're really not. There's so many resources out there now. You just have to look. You have to. And don't give up. Prayer, prayer is so essential in these kind of, in those kind of, you know, moments. Don't, don't forget God because God's the one that made everything happen for a reason, whether you see it or not. You just know that it's happening for a reason. Yeah. And that's just a reality that, you know, that we know, Matt, you know, you were saying it clearly. We're going to get bashed for this, I feel. Um, But that's okay. That's okay because we're standing up for what we know is right, right? And and it's it's insane. Like a lot of people, this is the topic that they won't talk about. You know, persecution, okay. Like in the other, in the the Middle East and in other parts of the country, let's talk about it. It's insane. That's that's awesome. And we're doing that. We're going to do that. Like we said, it's time to speak up. But it's also time to, you know, admit that we stand on the side of the lives of our unborn brothers and sisters in the faith as well. If you know what I'm saying, like, and, and, and if you're scared and you, what people are gonna think of you in this situation, especially in, in, our, in our society and in our country, you know, where this is such a controversial topic, then I would consider, I would say, you know, really reflect on where you stand. Yeah. Because if you can't stand by the lives of our unborn um, brothers and sisters in Christ, then I really don't know what to say. I really don't. Yeah, no, you're uh, you're absolutely right. And you know, like I said before, like it, whether you think I have a right or not to speak about it, I'm going to tell you that I do have a right to speak about this because yeah. because it's my sister through Christ. You know, um, I understand there's so many hardships that can happen um, that I cannot possibly fathom at all because I'm not a woman. You know, I will, I will keep in mind that I do understand I'm not a woman. I understand that I don't know what it's like to go through pain that women have to go through, whether it's emotional or physical pain, you know. Yeah. Um, but I also do understand that I have the power of prayer and I have the power, most importantly, of love. Okay. And, you know, my love will, will be sent out to any woman out there who who feels like they're alone in a pregnancy, who feels like they should terminate their pregnancy because they don't know what to do in their life if they have yeah. a kid you know like well just, just this is just a reminder if you're listening to this like there's 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 men like me like carlos out there we're not perfect but we do have love we do have yeah. a lot of love in our heart and we'll be more than happy to share it with you we'll be more than happy to pray for you to pray with you you know don't be afraid to reach out to us and uh i'm gonna make sure that we put this uh link or uh, to their instagram page in the description below but uh march for life March for Life is such oh, an yeah. amazing organization, man. And I mean amazing. They they have, you know, these they have former, you know, Planned Parenthood supervisors, you know, high up people from Planned Parenthood that, are, you know, changed to pro-life. And it's amazing hearing their stories. And it's amazing hearing these women who, who did go through with an abortion. Oh, and yeah. then they say how they regretted it and how they are now pro-life. You know, just hear their stories out don't don't judge immediately how about you you know i i take the time to listen to those who are pro-choice because i want to understand why they feel a certain way they feel yeah because i i'm patient i'm able to 
control my manner. I'm able to control my emotions. That trust me, it gets me mad. It does, but I have to control my emotions. Um, so take time then to listen to you know pro life. There's nothing wrong with knowledge. There's nothing wrong with knowledge. You know. Um, yeah. So you know, March for Life will will put them in the description below. Uh, and you know, like how we said for the first organization, donate, 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 and pray, 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 and get involved. Do not be afraid to get involved with this. Yeah, most definitely. And I mean, I mean, let's just, I'm just going to be straightforward with this. Protecting faith is more than just, um, you know, speaking out about like what you believe in, in your faith. It's, it's also about protecting our brothers and sisters. It's about protecting our families. It's about protecting love because you know matt was just saying it there's still people out there who know what love is and who want to love you you know we're not perfect you know no one yeah. is perfect in this world but that's why we're that's why we're in this journey and this spiritual journey because we're striving not for perfection but we're striving for heaven and once we're in heaven you know that's that's the that's the ultimate right and yeah. so in a sense you know when we're saying protect faith we're saying protect everything and anything in this world you know, because yeah. that it, it matters, man, and, and we can't we can't let that pass by, and 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 like you said, man, um, it's time it's time to to not only you know help out, but also you know spiritually pray for anyone in there, but also get involved. You're right, getting involved is probably one of the biggest things that you can do. If you're someone who like, you know, you're like, oh, I don't know, like uh, I already speak out, I already speak out about this. Like, what else can I do? Get involved. Reach out to an organization or to like any sort of movement and be like, hey, how can I help? How can I help? I want to be here, not just with prayers, but I want to be here with actions as well. You know, yeah. and do whatever they tell you to, because at the end of the day, you know, we're a community. We're all a faith community. We're all trying to build each other up and we're trying to bring up the brothers and sisters that are falling and we're trying to bring up the brothers and sisters that are not even here yet. You know, and that's just the reality. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, man? I just want to, I want to do a quick, this prayer was actually made by a priest who goes to uh, you know, Planned Parenthood facilities, and he praises. Yeah. So uh, let's just do a quick prayer about this. So in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uh, dear Lord, help us to show kindness to all, including the weakest of the weak, the unborn. Let us learn from you, who have never failed to lavish kindness and mercy on all creatures. With enduring love, I take pity on you. Isaiah 54, 8. Indeed, all the paths of the Lord are kindness and and consistent i'm sorry and constant psalms 25 10 kindness is of course love in action so we beg you dear lord to fill us with love you have told us that the greatest commandment is you shall love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul and with all your mind matthew 23 37 and only if we obey that we can truly obey the second which is you shall love your neighbor as yourself matthew 22 39 in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Son, Spirit. That's beautiful, man. And that's just it. Brothers and sisters, to end this off, I would just really want to say, protecting faith is more than just speaking out, like we said. Protecting faith is reaching out and taking into action. And at any given situation, doesn't matter how uncomfortable it makes you feel. It doesn't matter how out of, out of reach you have to go. Do it. Do yep. it not only for like mental sanity but do it for your brothers and sisters do it for god do That's it for right. god do it for yeah. god and like at the end of the day love thy neighbor love everyone and anyone you encounter and do all things with love Yes, that's right and you know for the for the persecution happening guys I I let's just let's make a goal for ourselves 
pray the St. Michael prayer every day. Yeah. The St. Michael prayer, prayer is such a powerful prayer. Oh, yeah. It was it was made for protection, for spirituality, and yeah. for physical protection also. This, pray for them. Pray for yourself, for your family, but most importantly, pray for them. They were going to need these prayers for us. You know, don't yeah. don't forget about them. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know what? Blessed like Mother, too. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. And rosaries. <laughs> don't forget yes, your rosaries. Please. please do your rosaries. I've, I've been doing a rosary every day. And, you know, sometimes I get that lazy feeling, um, God forgive me, where I just like, <laughs> I don't want to do it today. But, you know, I push myself to do it. And I, I tell you what, my life actually is just much better for some reason. And it's not for some reason, because God, that's why. Doing the rosary every day has truly made my life better. And when something difficult comes up, I'm able to overcome it much easier now. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Asking for the intercession of our mother is key. You know, doing the same Michael prayer. But, you know, also asking for our, our mother's protection, not only for us, but for our brothers and sisters in any given situation, you know, whatever they're facing, our mother is here for to protect us and to pray with us. She's here to pray with us and get us closer to God. Um, yes. So, yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in to this podcast episode. We really appreciate it. Uh, we've noticed we've actually had a couple listeners from other countries, which is pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. That's so, awesome. <laughs> I don't know yeah. where they came from, but that's awesome. So, yeah, praise God. Um, so, yeah, thank you to you guys. Uh, we're praying for all of you. And remember, you can always reach out to us whenever, wherever, uh, if you need a prayer request or just someone to talk to simply. You're not alone. Remember that you're not alone. Amen to that. Yeah, guys, like I said, we're here for you. Um, DM us if you need anything, whether it be prayer intentions or just want to talk with us um, or want to give us an idea. Uh, we're here for you guys at any given time. Um, and lastly, I just want to say strive for holiness and continue to pray for protection and continue to pray for faith and fearlessness and living out that faith. And for the last time, this is Carlos. This is Matthew. And you guys have a rest, a good rest of your day and a blessed weekend. Have a good one, guys. Bye.